to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 272 for January 17th, 2020. This week, we talk about billionaires going to the moon, candles that smell like things, Netflix dessert shows, Australian wildfire dildo donations, how we like our eggs, and little women. So stick around for the show. You want the clap? Sure, yeah. Uh, Give it to me. I'm ready for the clap. One, two, three, clap. Uh, Hopefully you're going to give me cream for this clap because I need it. Is that what you could take cream? One of them, you just take an antibiotic pill. It's probably just a horse pill that you take for the clap. The clap is gonorrhea. Yes. Actually. Can we start one of these not talking about our previous STDs? No. No? We, I mean, yes. we already, I haven't had gonorrhea. And I, and this is why I, I say, say that, that like I, it's an accomplishment, though. So right. For me, it is. So. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so happy for you. I almost had gonorrhea that one time. And then you have to take it preemptively and blah, blah, blah. Everyone's heard this fucking story. So. Anywho. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's Piggy? Oh, my God. We're not even talking about Piggy. Piggy is <laughs> a mess. I'm sorry. It's fine. I was telling Sam before the podcast started, Piggy's had a rough past week. He has leg issues. He's had them his whole life. He has his allergies, of course. And now he might have a torn ACL or he might have had one at some point. Mm-hmm. It's Good. a listen. He's got a luxating patella, honey. You just make up a word and Piggy probably has it. Right. I mean, a torn ACL. I didn't know the Piggy was, you know, training for the Olympics. Our neighbor's dog that I used to go over and take care of had a torn ACL. Is this is this a and common she, thing with is this a common thing with dogs? Yes. Do they usually get torn ACLs? I think it's I don't know how common it is, but I've known two other dogs, two other people's dogs have had torn ACLs. And sometimes they need surgery, sometimes they don't. Maybe it is. Our common, neighbor's then. dog did. And then uh she had to go to like doggy physical therapy. Like you know how you walk in like the pool of water on oh, like yeah. a Yeah. Oh my god. It's advanced shit. Honestly, I I so here's something. I'm wondering if doggy physical therapy is cheaper than human physical therapy. And instead of going to well, human physical therapy, if a human tears their ACL, if they can just go to doggy physical therapy because it's cheaper, just pretend they're a dog. Is that a thing? There are people. Oh my god. I went to high school with this guy. Here we go. Who and there I had an article about this a couple weeks ago, but I decided not to bring it up. Uh, fish antibiotics. There are people who take fish antibiotics instead of people because they're cheap. You just go get them at like Petco or something. <laughs> don't you? I, and love- it's not. Don't do it. It's not recommended. <laughs> they're not made for people, obviously. Oh but it's God. like what, like penicillin, mm-hmm. amoxicillin, yeah. you know. And I had that. There was this kid I went to high school with. He used to take. Oh my God! The amount of antibiotic resistance he probably has and is probably spreading is outrageous and you know like what? he would take them for colds you don't you're not supposed to do that well a a that's stupid b i mean i'm sure people do that because we healthcare live in a costs. society yeah. we, in in the u.s we live in a place where you know healthcare costs are incredibly high and it's ridiculous and so people go to great lengths to buy oh, like yeah. black it's market fucking drugs not even black market petco market right honey. petco i mean I degrade animal drugs because they're, it's too expensive to go to a human doctor to get human fucking. Anyway, what are we moving to All Canada? All I can say, I don't remember. Oh, we can go to Canada anytime. Is that what you asked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready, honey. I always have the car packed. We don't have a car. I mean, you have I travel ba- a lot. You have the Hello Kitty backpack packed. I have Hello Kitty backpack. <laughs> I got my Hello Kitty toaster. That's all I need. Do you have it? You actually have a Hello Kitty toaster? No, oh. but I have a P.O. box. 
second. <laughs> I was like, it took me just a slight second to realize what that was. I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay. And I do have a PO box. Um, no, but Piggy's Piggy's getting great health care, obviously. Better Piggy than goes humans. to the vet every single month. Yeah, Piggy mm-hmm. is super well taken care of. He's very lucky. We're lucky to have him, obviously. Right. But he's kind of lucky with the dads he ended up with. Right, anyway, exactly. Let me ask you a question. Joe asked you a question. Oh, my God. Sorry. Can you not trigger me at 3.50 on a Thursday? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're recording this on Thursday because I'm a piece of shit. And so I'm publishing this on Friday. So apologies in advance. But honestly, I'm the one who bumped it to Thursday. I mean, I'm okay with you taking the blame. I'll take the blame. I'll just just blame me. I'll be the human shield. This pop off, sis. This happens like at least once a month. So it's like at least it's only like a day delay. So it's like whatever. Thursday, Friday. I was thinking we should just start saying the podcast is Thursday or Friday. Right. It'll right, right. like it's one of those days. We're we're very casual, very Usually casual. Thursday, office sometimes Friday, whatever. Right. Anyway, let me ask you a question. Okay, I'm ready. Are you a woman age twenty or older and you want to be the first woman to the moon? I mean, sometimes if I'm at the drive thru, then yes, I am a woman. But oh, otherwise yeah. I'm not. Um, well, did you see the contest for I... to be the okay. To be a woman? The billionaire? <laughs> the contest to be a woman on the moon. Oh, my God. No. Uh, so there's a contest. A Japanese billionaire, Yasuku Maizawa, he is founder of the Japanese online retailer Zozo Town. Don't know what that is. But I love that town. You uh, know? Love Zozo Town. You know, okay. Toontown, Zozo Town. Um, They're neighbors, neighboring cities. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know any other towns. Well, he tweeted, why not be the first woman to travel to the moon? Hashtag MZ looking for love along. Uh, and then it, there was an image of him with the moon with the caption, come to the moon with me. So in 2018, he announced that him and six to eight artists would become the first passengers on SpaceX's Starship spacecraft. It goes to the moon, doesn't land, just kind of circles it. Um, he's a 44 year old father of two, and he intends for one of those seats to go to um, his future girlfriend, who which he's holding a contest to find. Okay, so it's I I understand. So it's like if you date me, you can go to the moon with me. That's the right. Perk. Like be my be my girlfriend. How desperate you only gotta be do you 20. have you to be? Only got to be twenty, honey. Application deadline January seventeenth. Oh shit, that's tomorrow, the okay, day we, that this is airing. We gotta get on this then. Um, as you can probably tell, this has had some backlash. Oh, I'm okay. sure it hasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, a lot of people have negative feelings about this because uh, the contest contest aims to fly the quote first woman to the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm reading this on space.com. It says so instead of one of the many women who have worked tirelessly to become astronauts or who hope to one day become astronauts making this historic journey. It would be a woman chosen by a billionaire solely for a romantic relationship. Exactly. So this is like the bachelor, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep, the moon bachelor. Um, That's what this is. I think they're making like a documentary out of it, too, is the situation. I think I read that as well. I'm surprised this um, isn't like actually being... Because uh, like, I, I mean, we have different types of like weird reality TV in different cultures, obviously, but like... From our perspective, we see is like, like, have you ever like watched Japanese TV? And it's like, oh, like everything's so different and weird. Like, I imagine this would be like prime, like Japanese reality television material. Like, I would watch see, this. See, I don't. Subtitles. I, this, this 
fits right in in America too. I feel like oh if yeah, this no, happened absolutely. here, like it's a weird enough twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I think it is. Imagine, imagine like growing up and your daughter, you like, this is just like five years down the road and your Mm -hmm. daughter's like, I want to be an astronaut. And it's like, well, honey, all you have to do is marry someone rich. Exactly. All you have to do is marry someone rich in a contest and be their arm candy. And then you can go to the moon, not based on your own merits. They're just like, you know, who was the first woman to the moon? And it's like, oh, just, just, it was just some lady who married a rich man. (laughs) Love that. Oh, here we go. It's being turned into a documentary called Full Moon Lovers to be broadcast on a streaming service. It doesn't say which one. Accepting applications until the 17th. Can't wait to watch this on Ustream.tv. Oh, oh, here's more. More Mm -hmm. info. Okay. Uh, He's, Mezawa, he specifies further what he is looking for in a girlfriend. So here's more qualifications. Mm -hmm. Bright personality. Always positive. Mm-hmm. Be interested in going into space and able to participate in the preparation for it. Wants to enjoy life to the fullest and be someone who wishes for world peace. peace. So no one's going to Can you imagine? The... Yeah. Well, can you just imagine applying and being like, I don't know. Does anybody not want those? That's just the most generic shit I've ever read. I know. Just like it's the worst OkCupid okay profile, truly. Yeah, it kind of is. It um, kind of is. Here's what I, I think we should... I, I think that like some um, like super qualified like NASA trained superwoman astronaut should apply for this and get in and win, and then she takes control of the spaceship and leaves him on the moon and drives the spaceship back. That's what I think. I think we should put him on the moon and keep him there forever for the rest or of just, time. I mean, eject him into the blackness of space. That works too. You know, wh- whatever whatever is more eco friendly. You know, whatever takes the oh, least amount true. of fuel. You know, we got to think about the environment here. You know, all anyway. of this being said, I would. This is bad. And this is not something that you should be. So in every children, children listening to this podcast, do better. First of all, where are your parents? Mm-hmm. Second of all, I would sleep with someone to get to the moon. Oh, yeah. Not so- that you have to. Not that he's asking someone to sleep with him, I guess. He's just mm-hmm. asking someone to. Oh, you'd him. sleep with someone for twenty dollars. I slept with someone once, so they would drive me to Walmart to buy a printer. So we've talked about this before. And honestly, the more I think about it, the more proud I am of you. You know, you know what? I use that printer every week, actually, (laughs) at least every month. I use it to print all of your Patreon mailing labels for the DK1 Games Patreon. Yeah, just think all of that came from Joe being a like that gift kept given. Okay, Mm -hmm, honey. And you only had to give that gift once to get those gifts. Keep on giving, you know? Well, and also, you know, I want to die in space. You know that about right. Me. That is a dream of yours. We've we've talked so, about this before. It's on right your list of things you want to check off. Yeah, bucket list. The last <sighs> thing. Well, you know, if you want to go to the moon, here's your chance, ladies. Uh oh, it, they're apparently leaving in 2023. Okay, so you have a little time. You've got a few years to fall in love. Also, why is the deadline so close? If like. It's going to be know. years off. Like, does he really think there's going to be that many applications that it's going to take him two years to go through it or three years? Do you know what? Knowing the Internet, there are going to be a lot of applications. But maybe <sighs> he wants time to, like, get to know someone. I don't mm-hmm. know how the documentary is going to work. This is a really bad reality show. Can't wait for it to get canceled. Yeah, it's um weird. I don't know who the guy is, though, but some people are like, he's really important for space missions. And I'm like, hmm. 
really? Do we need him? Do we need this billionaire? Right. Do we need I this? Don't know. Anyway. The, also, the anyway. moon's just a rock. Like, go somewhere more interesting. Like, how about you just, you know, go into the sun? That would work. I guess you really only have three options. You either go in, go to another rock, you either go into a gas giant, or you go into the sun, a honey, star. you want to talk about a gas giant? That's me all week, honey. You know? Honey. honey. I tell you. I um, have a, oh, go on. Oh, speaking of, of you, let's talk about your, your eggs, Joe. How are your eggs doing? Um, are they dried up? Actually, I have some eggs in the fridge that expired a week ago. How long? How long? Do you, how how long can you keep eggs? Well, okay. So I don't know. I did some reading. I think you can keep them like up to a like something that comes out of a chicken. It's not something I fuck around with. Do you know? Like chicken itself. What like are you the doing dead, with these eggs, Joe? The meat of it. I don't like. You know my thing about chicken meat, first of all, and so like eggs are kind of part of that. Okay, I don't. You know, I don't, know. I don't like chicken. Raw chicken meat scares me, and so the day that it's like expired, it's done. I it's don't care out. if it even smells fine. Well, I mean, everything scares you, so I'm not surprised. I don't want to get. I don't want to get food poisoning. That's scary. So, um, so well, chickens, chicken eggs expire, and I'm like, no. Well, Although I've read you can use them up to like a week after. Okay. Also, the weird thing is that in the U.S., if you don't know, European audience, we have we keep our chicken eggs in the fridge or we keep our eggs refrigerated. And every basically everywhere else in the world, it's just like shelf stable and don't put them in the fridge. Such a weird concept. Oh, we talked about butter last week. Oh, yeah. About keeping it in the fridge or not. And Mm -hmm. I found an article after we were done that said, as long as your butter is salted and pasteurized, you can leave it out for like two weeks. Is that a conspiracy? Do you believe that, Joe? Are you comfortable with that? I'm absolutely uncomfortable with that. And it says <laughs> if your kitchen is above 70 degrees, you should keep it in the fridge no matter what. I just imagine that you live in a sauna. I don't eat a stick of butter in two weeks. Do you? No, absolutely not. Well, then you're going to be wasting butter. And I'm just eating bad butter then, Joe. I'm not going to throw it out. Um, I'm going to connect some dots here and say, hey, your gastro intestinal system is a mess maybe it's the butter you've left out maybe it's for all the years. rotten food that i keep <laughs> ingesting <laughs> it's just rotting gullet. further in your stomach um anyway so where I, where I was going with this is um how are your eggs joe and how do you do you eat eggs what are your opinion on eggs that aren't um, expired i ate an egg for lunch today it was the last one out of the good batch i had a different set of eggs wow okay I didn't it know there was, was an egg contest. Fried. It was fried in the microwave. Oh, no. Is that even good? Yes, it's fine. It's not it's radioactive? Fine. No. Oh, my God. You are. Okay, my <laughs> sister will not own a microwave because she thinks it's like radiation. I'm not even kidding. Honey, microwaves sorry, are different than radiation. I, don't, I was just listen, saying it as a joke. I don't know. She. Oh, I know. I know. But she, I don't know. I need a microwave when I go visit her. Anyway. Um, no, I microwave them. I don't want to clean a pan. If it's I just mean, me for lunch, just microwave it. So I've had an egg journey over the past month. And I just wanted to mention it. Sure. I was, <clears throat> I don't know, the concept of a fried egg with a runny yolk creeped me the fuck out for my entire life up until about a month ago. And I don't know what happened, but something in my brain like triggered and it went from me thinking it was disgusting and weird to me wanting it. And so I've been frying eggs 
and having runny yolks. And goddamn, is it delicious? And I've been missing out. But I don't know what happened. Like, I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm craving a fried egg with a runny yolk in the middle. And I did it. Girl, and it was delicious. And you better watch out. That's what? how it starts. And then last I, time I had a craving, fish and milk. Exactly. Phase. You know, the next you never time, know where it's going to go. Yogurt 24 7 phase. Do you remember how bad my acne was after eating yogurt? Well, I haven't seen a picture of you in five years. So honestly, you could look like a <laughs> fucking gargoyle and I wouldn't know. The voice is the same, Joe. I you I don't know what eggs do to you. You better watch out. I mean, I egg farts. Is that a thing? Probably. I think so. Egg farts, egg burps. You just never eggy. know. It's eggy You're pop. It's going to be egg. Ugh. Um. So I, I was going to ask you. So do you eat eggs often? I've been having egg eggs on toast for like breakfast. I like fry an egg and put it on a piece of toast and I eat are it. Are you the queen of been, England? Apparently. Who are you? Is that fancy? That sounds I don't. That's not fancy to me. Anyway, I've been eating eggs more. And I'm finding them delicious because I'm not cooking them to hell and back. And so they aren't a fucking piece of tire rubber. And so they're actually kind of delicious now. And I just was curious if you, you know, are a runny yolk person. Do you avoid eggs at all cost? Obviously, you cook an egg in a microwave. How does it turn out? It's fine. It's great. Okay. You can cook it. You can cook it medium. You can cook it not so medium. How do you cook your egg, Joe? I put it in there. I put a, peep, a paper towel over it. I set, I hit one minute. I hear it popping a few times, but I'm in the other room. Come back. <laughs> honey is burned to a crisp. I eat it. <laughs> I do not have a refined palate for savory food. For mm-hmm. sweet food, I can tell the difference. But if you set me down with like, um, like microwave fettuccine, like freezer to microwave fettuccine Alfredo with to like a, a, five-star Italian restaurant. I'd be like, "Mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. Delicioso. So I don't, I I like runny yolks too. That's fine with me. Okay. Um, It doesn't freak you out. No, it, I, when I think about it, it does. Cause I'm like, is that cooked? And right. You just don't think about it. I don't think about it with eggs. I think as I grew up eating like soft yolk, but I remember my friend was over once and I was like, I'm going to make some eggs. Do you want one? She was like, yeah. And I was like, do you want your oak, your yolk runny or hard? And she like freaked out at the thought of it being runny. Like she didn't know it was able to be. Oh, really? She didn't know that eggs are, you know, kind of liquid before you cook no. them? She didn't. Well, she didn't know that, that that people were allowed to eat them like that. Oh, she thought it was illegal. You go to prison. She thought it was illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know. Got the egg police. <laughs> Honey. We honey. will call them the egg police. All those chickens that cross the road, honey. Someone's got to arrest them. <laughs> yes. You know, you know what happened when the chicken crossed the road? They went to prison. That's where the For chicken For jaywalking. Went. You better believe it, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's you better. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking pigs. Anyway. So um, how many eggs are you eating a day? Just one. Just one for breakfast. Hmm. Why? Did you think I was having a, a Joe situation where I was having like 12 eggs a day? I mean, just because I can't control myself. Sometimes I assume other people can't control themselves. <laughs> Honey, this is not a yogurt situation. It is not a fish and milk situation. Well, what's 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 funny to me is like you always hear about um, like like chefs at really fancy restaurants. Like they're they're making this like really great, you know, fancy artisanal food. And then they go home and they have and they just like eat garbage. Like I love yeah. that about about foodie people is like you can enjoy really fancy 
just kind of like fresh, organic, farm-to-table meals. Like there's that portion of food. And then you can also like enjoy garbage. Like there, there it's there's they're different areas of the same spectrum. And so what I love about you is you're talking about cooking eggs in the fucking microwave. And yet every time I check Instagram, you have a new like art artisan fucking loaf of bread that you made, you know, from fucking scratch. It's it's amazing. I love that. You know, there's just two sides to every coin. You know, there's two different there's two sides to every story, you know, very multidimensional human. But Um, no, I think because so I try to eat pretty healthy these days. I eat fast food like maybe once every six months. I feel like it's it's probably way more difficult when you're living in a larger city because there well, are like, too. you know, the and then you have fast options. You have right. so many options for like oh, every restaurant is pretty darn healthy. And then mm-hmm. a lot of you can walk to the grocery store every day. You can cook a meal really quickly, whatever you with want your, with your VIP card with your. Oh, my God. Very important customer card. Oh, VIC. Excuse me. VIC. Um, and so when I, but now when I do eat fast food, I don't feel as bad about it because I'm like, right, this, because is, it's more of a this treat. is a treat. Exactly. <clears throat> and I feel yeah. like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, you know. Uh, Joseph Birdsong, peak of health, health and wellness. This is now a health and wellness, uh, podcast. And Joe's going to start giving you yoga tips. Oh my so. God. Can you imagine me being a nutritionist? And the first thing I bring in is like a box of Cheez-Its. <laughs> So this like, is what we're eating this week. And I like pour it in a bowl like it's cereal and I pour milk over it. And I'm like, this is a round meal. This is getting worse. The, more the bowl is round. <sighs> anyway, if speaking of health and wellness. corners off the Cheez-Its, they're round. <sighs> let, okay, let me know what your thoughts are on eggs. Do eggs freak you out? Are y- runny yolks okay? How do you like your eggs? Hit me up on Twitter. I need people to talk to me. I'm lonely. Oh, God, he is. So <clears throat> for sure, tweet, Sam. Um... Did I ever ask you if you ever got Ring Fit Adventure? Um, I, We talked about it and I kind of planned on getting it, but then I didn't. Okay. If, if you guys don't know, so like it's a it's a game for the N- Nintendo Switch. It's like a fitness game and it comes with like this band that you like. It's like a, a round circle that you do kind of like step aerobics and stuff with, right? It's like, like the Switch version of Wii Fit, but right. like more extensive. There's more because right, right, right. you put your Joy-Cons on like, yeah, you attach them to the ring you squeeze it between your legs. <sighs> you hula hoop it or something. Love that. Because like you were very, I mean, another phase you went through, which is a was a good phase. Oh, I yeah. Mean, to be honest, of all phase. the phases was your Wii Fit phase. Like you were into that shit for a while. Well, now I'm really into body weight training, which is oh not like, like worrying about your weight training. Mm-hmm. It's using your body weight to do the training. Right. So right. like not using like, you know, machines and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. using the weight you already have right on your body yeah well so I like mean, i can i can bench myself you know like i mean i like can bench 15 pounds a, too joe bench in a feather you know mm-hmm. throw myself up oh i can't wait for you to become a bodybuilder and um, oh no this is uh, yeah i'm not gonna do that <laughs> nope but you never bought um we fit adventure you just kind of or no. what, ring, ring fit not we fit it didn't. I don't. I feel like it was nice. Like it's cool. It's cool to get moving, but it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily the exercises I wanted to do. Gotcha. That makes sense. Did you think about getting it? Do you think you'll oh, get it? God, no. Do you think I oh, move? No. no. Not me. Not me, sweaty. Speaking of things we didn't buy. Yes. Um. Did you see the latest? The latest Gwyneth Paltrow article. Well, first of all, did you see Goop Lab, the trailer oh, yeah. for Netflix? Okay. 
So Uh-oh. part of me, okay, like the the garbage part of me is like very curious about the types of like weird holistic shit they're going to recommend in the Goop Labs Netflix special. And then the other part of me is like, don't give them views in any way, shape or form because they're peddling pseudoscience. But I'm like, so it's like a a battle between the curious side of me. It's like, what the fuck are they going to say? Like, are they going to hire psychics? Like, are they going to be more jade eggs in more vaginas? Like, what is going to happen here? And then the other side of me is like, don't even just turn a blind eye. Like, don't even give them the time of day. Um, so I don't know. I, I haven't paid much attention to Goop in general. I haven't paid much attention to Gwyneth Paltrow other, other than the, you know, the article that came out a couple years ago about the jade egg that, you know, she had in her vagina or whatever. Um, which they had to settle a lawsuit over. Yeah. It was like a thing. Um, um, the article I have mentions that, mm-hmm. um, shoving a large egg, something about vagina eggs. Yeah. Speaking of eggs, anyway. you know, jade eggs. Oh my eggs. God. Yeah. Speaking of eggs. I do not want her runny yolk. Um, well, a lot of people have a problem with it called being called gooped lab in the first place because lab has scientific connotations. Right. It's, it like lab doesn't obviously doesn't have to mean it's scientific and it's not. Goop is right. not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely has that connotation. And it's like people who are kind of uneducated or uninformed are going to watch it and be like, oh, this is science. I should put right. cinnamon in my eyes or whatever right. the hell. <laughs> I don't know what they tell you. It's fucking Probably. Awful. I don't um, know. Well, anyway, though, I have a an article about Gwyneth Paltrow. Did you see the candle that she's selling? It's $75 and it is called This Smells Like My Vagina. I saw it. I saw people talking about it, but I wasn't sure if it was real or not. And I'm assuming now since you're talking about it, it's real. Uh, well, she was working with a perfumer, Douglas Little and GP. I don't know if that's a person, two different people, or if that's the name of a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, GP. Does that mean goop? So, anyway, says or two general, are working on a fragrance. Hopefully not general practitioner. Hopefully it's Uh-oh. not an actual doctor uh, working with the her. The two were, they were working on a fragrance. She blurted out, uh, this smells like a vagina. That's a direct quote, by the way. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think that's funny. That's something we would say. Absolutely. Uh, and then it says the smell then evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Turned out to be perfect for a candle. We did a test run. It sold out within hours. It's a blend of geranium, citrusy, bergamot, uh, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and abrette seeds that puts us in a, in mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. Okay. See, Okay. I'm I'm glad you brought this up because I was under the assumption that she like was trying to make something oh. from the get go that smelled like her vagina. And it just happened no. that the scent she thinks smells like a vagina, even though like, you know, it, that wasn't the end goal. So it's kind of like a, you know, a little happy accident, little jokey sort of thing. I'm a, like the it sense that lovely. you were. Well, that's the thing. It's like the, you know, geranium, as as sh- citrus. Yeah, it, as Earth. much as I want to shit on Gwyneth Paltrow for all the other like pseudoscience that she has, like, I mean, this is kind of funny. And the right. sets sm- sound like they smell really good. The- and the thing is, I don't know what a vagina smells like. Oh, yeah, me neither. But so, like, if you were trying out colognes and stuff or you were like making your own perfumer cologne, mm-hmm. what smells do you think would have to mix together for you to be like, uh, that smells like my wiener. That smells like my taint. That smells um, like my butthole. I mean, it would probably be, you know, like raccoon feces, 
um, macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese, raccoon feces, gasoline. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) What else? Jet fuel. Uh, yeah, jet fuel, diesel. Um, you know that smell in like a garage, like the concrete. It would be that smell. Um, you need to wash yourself, honey. I haven't washed myself since 1999. What I believe your, it. So, if you had a candle that smelled like your taint or your wiener, what do you think would be in it? I don't know. I'm not in. I don't get a strong scent when I, you know, sniff my own wiener. Right when you bend it's over. Like, Every day to just double check. I think down there generally has a smell for most people. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's kind of um, which I only have experience being down there with men. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of it's like sweaty, sweaty, musky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if I smell like (laughs) if I like walked into a locker room and but then it like also turned me on. Then it would be whatever that smell is. Right, like, is if I if I had a a candle that smelled like a dude's taint, would I get a boner? Oh, that's a good question. Like, is this candle going to turn me on? Well, I don't think it's necessarily the smell. Some people really get off to smelling other people's right. junk, and that's fine. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people get off. They some people like to stick their nose right into someone's armpit, and you know what? Pop off, sis. I will not but confirm nor deny that is my kink. It's fine if it is. It's. I mean, have you ever like? seen someone and you're like, I want them to put me in a headlock and I want them to snap my toothpick fucking neck off while I'm <laughs> sniffing up their <laughs> sniffing up their armpit here. I mean honey, I'm have feeling you seen my the, lungs. Have you seen the gays on Twitter when they like thirst after like Sean Mendez or God knows I some still don't know who Sean Mendez is. And I don't okay, know why Joe. we need another white person it's like that. Absolutely okay. I'm just give, using that as an example because people are like, I want you to like curb stomp me into the fucking ground. Oh and I yeah, want you to for sure. Steal my bank account information and I want you to burn me alive. Like that's what they say on Twitter. Point. I know, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I girl. Totally like, pop get off. It. Pop there off. There are those people that, you know, elicit that response from us. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I I don't think I would. Smelling that doesn't give me a boner. Sometimes you want to smell it, but it doesn't like get me hard instantly. Anyway, you haven't answered my question, Joe. What would your candle be? Oh, I thought I said, you know, a locker room, maybe with some lavender. (laughs) Oh, I love a lavender locker room. A locker room, but like someone just shampooed with a lavender shampoo. Mm -hmm. Well, stay tuned for our Goop sponsored um, (laughs) scented candles. Sam and Joe. Scented I think candles. It's a, that's that's a good marketing. The and the name alone. I mean, it's just this smells like my vagina. Like, right. Pop off. Like, like I'm curious now. I'm curious what it smells like. You know. Yeah. Oh my God. We've since we both never smelled a vagina. This is like right. our one. This is like our chance. Um. So when we do have our candles that come out, Joe's will actually smell kind of nice, like musky locker room lavender. And then mine that has like, you know, gasoline and petroleum in it. You're you light it, burn. you light it and it gives you carbon monoxide poisoning. That's what happens. It with explodes mine. in your face from all the diesel fuel in it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you light it and it just combusts. That's my candle. <laughs> um... Anyway, as much as I want to give Gwyneth shit for this, the like like I said, the scents that she was describing sound good. Smells fucking good. I'll take um, one. Are you a candle person? You know, people, I, I, I am kind of, I do enjoy a good candle. And I, aren't there like studies now that say that like candles can be bad for you? Isn't that a thing? Like, don't people what? recommend like soy based candles? Because they're like, of the, less. The shit in the air? 
I don't know. I mean, honestly, like we're all getting poisoned from the earth anyway, because, you know, I don't people. know anything about. No, I don't know. anything. I don't about know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I heard in the grapevine down. The I grapevine believe that, that, anything you tell me. Right. You know, because I am a scientist. But no, I, I really I, I enjoy candles. Um, there's this cute like candle shop that my sister always gets me stuff for for like my birthday and Christmas. And she got me a candle that smells like weed, like cannabis. Um, and it oh, smells hate- really good. I don't, I'm, I don't love the smell of weed. You know who loves the smell of weed in my family? My, oh. my mother loves fucking weed. Like she, really? she told me that if she could, she would go to the weed shop and buy weed and burn it like fucking incense. What a what waste of weed, you know? What a waste of fucking marijuana. I don't know. I'm not going to smoke it. It's fine if you want to, but it's not. It. I don't know. It reminds me of something. I think it reminds me of some people I used to hate. Is oh, the situation. It elicits Whereas, that. Whereas, like, cigarette smoke, I do really enjoy. because, oh, really? But in, like, small doses. Like, if someone's around me and we're outside mm-hmm. and they're smoking. Because right. that reminds me of, like, my high school friends. Oh. And See, we thought we were, have... like, badass. We, like, listen to corn. <laughs> you know. Love that. Uh, I I wish I would have known you in your, like, you know, <laughs> metal punk rock goth phase No, I, we were, like, we were, like, misunderstood popular. I love that. But, like, not, but I also, like, I was on the outside of that group because I wasn't popular because I was gay. Right. But. Uh, you're, wait, you're gay? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you a candle person? No, but I, we have two candles. That's it. And we've had them forever. We burn them sometimes. Okay. Um, but I love candle YouTube, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a huge candle community on YouTube. Like, what is, oh, yeah. it's not Bed Bath & Beyond. It's Bath & Body Works. Bath & Body Works. That yeah, is girl. the biggest scam I have in, like, history to get, like, all of these white moms angry at each, so angry at each other that they have to spend money on yep. candles, on overpriced candles. It's crazy. And I love watching their videos, though. Mm-hmm. It's like Desperate Housewives, but everyone's poor and needs candles. <laughs> it's like Desperate Housewives, but people are spending $45 on a single candle from yeah. Bath & Body Works. Oh, my God. I mean, I love a good smelling candle, you know? Anything that can perfume my room to smell like not moldy macaroni and cheese yeah, you know, is good by me. Um, anyway, so digressing all the way back to Gwyneth Paltrow and sure. the Goop Labs Netflix you know, series. Is it out yet or is it coming out soon? I know I saw a trailer for it, but I don't know when it's I don't know when either. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I it looked bad. It looked like a bunch of rich people sitting around in like L.A. and being like, you know what? I haven't put on my face. Um, (laughs) Just some shit. Just some shit. Right. It's very much like, you know, rich white women in a in a boardroom like you were saying thinking what can we peddle to anti-vax moms to get them oh to totally like buy our shit or you know yeah, I, I, well, just, I just it's <sighs> yeah it's i don't know i it's bad it's bad you know like there, there's there's like parts of like this homeopathic stuff that gwyneth does that's probably like completely harmless but then right. it like but then it's like a gateway into replacements for actual like medicine right that I see people that. think are going to help them when in actuality it's doing nothing when you could actually be using modern medicine to actually cure your ailments and so it's like it's a gateway drug into like danger 
in my opinion. Like, there's some stuff that's, like, funny, like, oh, like, you hear about the jade egg in your vagina, whatever, and then you hear about, like, the lawsuit because, like, it gave girls fucking yeast infections and shit. Like, it's it's cute at first, but there are consequences in the future where people actually buy into this sort of peddling pseudoscience shit that's like, oh, this can be dangerous to people because they think it's actually going to help them. It's actually, you know an equivalent or alternative to real modern medicine to help Pop their ailments. This, I agree. It's a, it's a fucking mess. It's a, basically it's a vaccinate your fucking path. kids, vaccinate your kids. Okay. I don't know what Gwyneth thinks about vaccinations. That would be interesting. I don't want to know, to be honest. Well, I don't, and I don't care. See, that's right. the thing. I don't care. And, and the thing is, it upsets mm-hmm. me that people, that people care. That people are like, right. I want to know if my favorite celebrity wants vaccinated. Because that's how it starts. Everyone's like, right. oh, I love, what's her name? She don't vaccinate her kids. I'm not going to vaccinate mine. Right, 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 right. Because they look up to like celebrities. Well, that's the thing is, I think that's the, that's what people are talking about is they're, they're angry at Netflix for giving Goop as a company a platform um, on Netflix because it's like going to introduce them to a wider audience. And like, shit, we're talking about Goop. Like... You know, we're yeah, but we're not like putting it on a pedestal. Yeah. At least we're not being like, oh, you should like, you know, I don't don't please don't watch this. Like, don't give Goop your views. Don't, you know, just don't like go. go I don't know. Mayo Clinic YouTube channel instead. You can watch it if you like watch it critically that it's snake oil. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really believe that like my view is. This is going back to like my vote, though. I do believe my vote matters. But like my although it's hard to feel that way when you live in Arkansas, too. Back when I lived in Arkansas. Anyway, though, like I feel like Netflix has already decided if they're going to renew it or not. I don't feel like they really care if I watch it. No. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe my maybe my view is the one that pushes them over the edge. And they're like, we got renewed goop. We need more yeah, goop and lab. also like I, I don't think it's even launched yet. And people there's already so much press press about it because, you know, and like any press is good press. Right. Yeah, maybe not really. Anyway, if you're if you're going to, you know, watch this, please use a critical lens. I don't care That's what like you say. do. I'm Joe just doesn't give a shit about you. As long as you're not shoving him up my butt. I don't know. That's anyway, not, that's not I don't, the way to do I it. I don't support pseudoscience, but the candle does sound enticing. Speaking of um, things you can buy on the internet. Ugh, so, d- and Drugs for fish that you take as a human. No, just go down Petco. You don't okay, need to get those fine. online. Just go down Petco. Okay, that makes sense. You know, Go down Petco. Go uh, Petco. Annette sent me this. Uh, we all know about the stuff that's going on in Australia. And by stuff, I mean the whole country's on fire. and Like literally the, the entire dead. country's on fire. And what's crazy is like, I feel like it's getting no mainstream news coverage. Like, I don't watch TV. I don't watch mainstream news because I don't have cable and I don't have like TVs in my house like a, you know. So you mean it's not on your Twitter explore tab? I mean, it is. Is that your source of mainstream news? (laughs) No, I'm talking about like like on television. Like it's not. I thought you just said you didn't watch television. I don't. But when I go to my parents' (laughs) house and I they watch television all the time, like I haven't heard a peep from like any mainstream. And yeah. I think it should be getting more coverage because, like, Australia is fucking on fire. Like, like our Montana governor sent firefighters to Australia to help. Like, it's that bad. Like, they were, they're shipping in firefighters from other fucking countries because they don't have enough. Anyway. What well, we here's one way you can help. Uh, so, geekysextoys.com 
They I saw are, this. Oh my God. They have a down under donation dildo mm-hmm. and they are donating 100% of profits from this dildo to assist with the bushfire recovery. This is such um, a good idea. It's $69. Uh, purchase of the toy, 100% of profits will be donated directly to the bushfire relief efforts. Silicone toy designed specifically as our way to help out our neighbors in need. I l- mm-hmm. It's okay. It looks like it's carved out of cheese, first of all. I kind of love it. It <laughs> is literally cheese color. It's colored. cheese of the week. Oh, my God. It is cheese of the week. <laughs> well, it says it's raised over $22,000 so far. And it says That's due crazy. to large amounts of orders, there's going to be a small delay receiving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, please allow up to 10 days uh, for us to make and ship it. They say that all uh, our toys are all individually handmade. And that just makes me like think of someone with like a block of silicone, just like carving it, whittling it into a dildo shape. I but love anyway, that. The base of it is the country of Australia, like the stopper, you know, mm-hmm. don't put it in past Australia. The, the flared okay. end the flared is end. Australia. Don't put Australia up your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and there's a koala on it mm-hmm. carved into the side. You know what? If you need to, if you need someone to give you something in order for you to help someone, then this is the way to do it. Right. If what a you good require way to a gift to uh, help someone, pop off this. Pop off this. Are you going to buy this? Pop in. No, I'm just going to donate. I don't want That's wanna, a good idea. I don't need another dildo. Yeah, honey, you have plenty. I'm you have good. a man. You don't need a dildo. A lot of them are too big. Uh, wow. But this size one doesn't queen. say what size. It, they're too big. Dild- I feel like dildo makers often over over what's the overestimate how big we want our penises. It's okay. Unpopular opinion because I feel like that most I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys, at least in the media or on Twitter, just like the the general census, uh, like our president with, who sure. keeps saying, telling everyone he has a big wiener. Is that what he says? I don't listen to him. So yeah, he literally talks about his hand size, talking about his wiener. Anyway, um, I feel like that people think that all bottoms want big dicks. And no, I, we've talked about this before. It's yeah, not fun. I honestly, like, honey, give me like a good six and a half and I'm good. Like, give me an average no, size stick your penis. thumb up there. I mean, honey, I don't know. I can't feel how deep it is. Right. I'm here for I a good time, not a challenge. When you puncture the side of my rectum with that honey. fucking star destroyer you just shoved up my asshole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, honey, pop off, sis. Pop your colon off, sis. Pop it. No kidding. I don't want a mm-hmm. colostomy bag at age... 32, you know? Those are so in now. Anyway. Anyway, if you um, want to get fucked by Australia, you can... Uh, what's the website for this? So it's geekysextoys.com slash bushfire... Uh, what's that thing called? A hyphen appeal. Just type in down under donation dildo and you'll probably see it. It's the one that looks like cheese with Australia at the bottom. It's cheese of the week dildo. What's Australian's flags colors? Are they red, white, and blue? Yeah. Right? I feel like they shouldn't be. Sorry, Australia. I don't want to tell you what to do with your life, but I just feel like your <laughs> flags are American? wrong colors. Well, it's just too British, and I feel like they're so separated. Don't they have their little British flag in the corner of it? The Union Jack in the corner of it? Yeah. Did you know the Queen of England is still the Queen of Australia? Yeah, and I think it's a joke that she's the Queen of anything. But <laughs> wow, they, pop off, sis. I'm just spilling some truth tea, honey. And wow. Megan... Megan's the smartest one of them all. So, anywho, um, 
Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, I don't know what your flag means. I just thought it should be like green and yellow. Sorry. Okay, well, I'll I'll make sure to contact the Australian parliament and be like, okay, Joe wants the flag changed. I just think of like earthy, earth tone colors when I think of Australia. Mm -hmm. They need a visual makeover. (laughs) If you want me to spruce up your country and get it social media ready, let me know. Hire Joe. Do you Um, need your continent social media ready? Anyway, if you need, if you want that koala to hit your prostate, uh, find this cheesy dildo from uh, Geeky Sex Toys, right? Yes. GeekySexToys.com. Not sponsored. Hashtag not um, spawn. But it's just a cute. For a good cause. For a good cause. Anyway, do you have any other things you want to talk about? Um, I'm just scrolling through dildos now. There's a tentacle one. There's a mermaid one. Have you ever wondered what a mermaid penis looks like? Oh, my God. There's a Pikachu butt plug. That sounds it's, like you. It's called Peaky. I don't think this is this is obviously not licensed. Oh, OK. It's an unlicensed Nintendo it product. It gives you a Pikachu tail, though. You stick in the part and then the rest of it's a Pikachu tail that sticks out. I mean, I bet that someone's kink fucking someone who looks like Pikachu. Funny. I have no room to judge. To each their own. To each their own. I should stop judging. You know what? Um. No, I'm done. Are we done? Oh. God, we're done. Oh, they have Honey, a master sword. That's that sounds long. Master sword, double sided dildo. Wow. Stick the hilt in. Stick the other side. That's not the hilt in. Honey, I'll go to the Hilton. Go to the Hilton. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Anyway, you know I've been getting recommendations for Paris Hilton's YouTube channel recently. She like made lasagna, and it got like recommended to me. I don't know what the fuck is happening. What do did you I remember? Do? She was one of the first celebrities who like made a YouTube channel and everyone was like, we don't want, this was back when, you know, YouTube had integrity and. Mm -hmm. Oh honey, those were the days. Right. The vloggers were like, we don't want celebrities getting up in our community because this is a safe space. And Paris Hilton was one of like the first ones and she like bypassed a lot of people and subs and everyone was mad. This was like over a decade ago. Obviously. Wow. These are the stories that I'm like passing down to you children. So you have Mm -hmm. a memory of it. Oh, grandpa Joe. (laughs) I'm the keeper of the oral history of YouTube. Truly. The the great grandfather of YouTube. Oh, honey, oral history, honey. honey I got we a little all bit know. of my own, too, honey. Woof. Woof. Anyway, should anyway, we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe. Hmm? Huh? Huh? <laughs> What's your favorite thing this week? Mine is a couple of Netflix shows. Ooh! Um, not Goop, all, hopefully. No. First of all, did you ever watch uh, Children's Hospital on Adult Swim? I know the name, but I don't know what it's about. Children's... So Megan Mullally was on it. It was like a parody of uh, ER type uh, oh, yeah. like Grey's Anatomy and crap. And it was like this. I didn't watch a whole lot of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like if it were on at night and I was like up, then I would watch it. Um, but this is kind of a spinoff. It uses some of the a couple of the same characters and then a lot of them guest in it. It's called Medical Police. And it is about, so they start off in Children's Hospital, and then there's this virus that, like, takes over, that's, like, getting released, and there's quarantines and stuff, and it's these two doctors who become medical police. And it's it's a comedy, like, Mm -hmm. like, gags, puns, really dumb stuff in it. They touch on a lot of, like, issues going on right now, too, but, like, in a funny way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a ridiculous good time. Each episode's only like 25 minutes or so. I think there's 10. So it's one of those things you can binge really easily. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but production quality is like pretty darn good. And uh, they filmed a lot of it in Croatia, I think. There's this, they go to like, they go to like 10 different countries in it, but there's like a city in Croatia that has different parts in it that look like all these different countries. So they just stayed in Croatia and like filmed it all. Good idea. Cost effective. Um, but it, it's, it's weird. It's funny. It's, uh, if you like shows like Comedy Bang Bang, like kind of slapstick a little bit in some Mm -hmm. ways. Um, it's kind of like that and it's a hoot. We've been watching it. We're, I think we've got two or three left. Do you need to know anything about Children's Hospital to like get into it? No, no. Okay. Not at all. Like, I don't even know the characters' names from Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sort of knew the premise. It was a funny, like, the doctors who work in a children's hospital. Right. And right, it's right, right. like, you know, mildly offensive humor, mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. Um, so that one. And then, mm-hmm. oh my God, do you remember that awful dessert show that I used to love? It's Australian. So shout out to Australia again. Oh, my God, you're getting so much attention. Anyway, mm-hmm. so much attention. What an attention whore. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, Zumbo's Just Desserts. I remember you talking about this. Like, it was your favorite uh, thing a while ago. Yeah. The, so the first season was on uh, Netflix for and I think that happened in like 2016 or something. And mm-hmm. I didn't think there would ever be another season because it's oh, the greatest show. But mm-hmm. the my Netflix was like, hey, this stupid show you liked has a second season. So I watched the whole thing in like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dessert competition, uh, kind of like Great British Bake Off, but it happens in Australia. Mm-hmm. There's a famous dessert maker called uh, Zumbo is his last name. Least, charima- least charismatic person you will ever see on TV in your entire Amazing. life. Like he's got his co-host is Rachel Koo. She's had her own uh culinary shows she's had a whole bunch of cookbooks she's basically the one who does all the talking and presenting and she's great i love her but um i mean it's just production value is crazy high and you're like where do they get this money who's watching the show the winner gets a hundred thousand dollars oh my god is that a hundred thousand australian dollars or a hundred thousand u.s dollars i don't know how much that is in u.s dollars let's see how Uh, much is one hundred Probably $65. <laughs> Australia. Do, excuse me, I almost threw up it's, some coffee. Oh, it's, it gave me euros. It Hold gave on. me, so that's about 69000 US dollars. Okay, gotcha. That's, that's I still, mean, I'm not going to turn honey, that down. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of fucking money. Um, But it's same format as first season. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The desserts are crazy. Like the mm-hmm. stuff they they have to like come up with them on the spot. It's not like Bake Off where two of them you have your recipes already for. Um, okay. It's like you. It's more you, off the cuff. Yeah, you do this. You're like, these are like hot desserts that would be in a five-star restaurant or something. Ooh. You know, like one tiny scoop of ice cream and like a biscuit. Are these like, made are these professionals that are competing or are these no. like everyday people? Everyday people. Like one of them was like a construction worker. One of them was like a college student. Do like, they have like a pastry background? Like, are they like home cooks or are they like people that know nothing about? No, desserts? they're all like already like pros in their own way. Okay. Like one woman's specialty was like, she can make the perfect cake any day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And gotcha, so they, gotcha. they're, uh, most of them, I'm pretty sure they're self-taught, um, mm-hmm. just working with flavors and textures on their own and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's a hoot. It drags it's, sometimes. Each episode's like 40 minutes or something. And you're like, oh, wow. Come on, Zumbo. Pick it, it up. Just, come on, Zumbo. 
Come on, Zuba. But it's a it's a hoot. He, Zumbo himself says like five words each one. But the thing mm-hmm. I missed, there was a woman named G- Gigi in the Hadid? first. No, thank God. Okay. In the first <laughs> season, who all she her only job was to announce the time. I think she was a chef, but she, she her only job was to announce. Imagine the time. getting paid to just yell out the time. And, and she would do it. I think she was Brazilian, so she mm-hmm. she would yell it. And I'm not entirely sure a lot of people could understand her sometimes. But she she's gone in the second season. You're saying that she was your favorite person on the show. Yes, she was a hoot. You were like, "Come on, Gigi, what time is it? How much minutes?" Um, they should make a Netflix show where it's just her like shouting the time. They should have a commentary version where she just shouts the time remaining every five minutes. <laughs> it's not any other commentary. It's just it's her like com- screaming it's, it's the time. It's completely muted, except for five minutes before. <laughs> five minutes it's before they're silent. done. Five minutes, dead, everyone. Yeah, dead silent. And then it like, you know, the highest volume distorted. <laughs> it's her yelling. <laughs> She was so good. She was so good. I know so she's just... got to be a famous chef. Or she did. She was always wearing the chef's outfit. I don't know. So I'm assuming she doesn't win since she's not even in the second season. No, I mean she wasn't a contestant. You know? Well, I know, but yeah, she's not no. like she should win anyway. Well, yeah, but yeah, no winning for her. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're saying that the first season is better than the second because she's yelling the time. They're both pretty equally bad seasons. <laughs> If I'm honest. <laughs> They're both garbage in their own special way. Um, let's see. Just desserts. Gigi Filanya or Filanja. Uh, Lasagna? Yeah, Brazilian. Oh, so I think she's uh, she makes desserts or something. Ugh. There are so many like famous people in different like categories in the world. Like mm-hmm. famous architects. And to everyone else, they're just people. Do you know what I mean? But in the architect world, it's like crazy. Right. So maybe mm-hmm. in like brazilian or maybe in just like worldwide cooking realm she's like boom it i don't know i don't want to disrespect her okay well when she listens to this podcast you know oh she's lived in australia since 2004 pop off sis pop off pop off sis. favorite thing uh what's your favorite thing um well apparently it's not it's not zumbo's just desserts so sorry um i forget maybe i'll watch it i'll probably won't but you know what i'll in the background it's okay Mm mm-hmm You'll get sucked into it, though, if you start. Honey, it's okay if you don't. Suck me in, you know? No, no. Um, My favorite thing this week is the movie Little Women. Um, oh, yeah. Directed and adapted, written for I saw you screenplay saw it. by Greta Gerwig. Um, so I have never, I never read the book, um, the 1868 novel by Louisa May Alcott. I think that's the year. Um, it's extremely famous, extremely, you know, there were a bunch of like movie adaptations throughout the years. I think the last adaptation had, oh God, who was it? Who's in Stranger Things? The mom? Um, yeah. Uh, I can't think of her name. I know it's a sin to not remember. Um, oh my God. This is one of those moments where it's on the tip of your tongue. I'm so sorry. And you know who she is. Um, Mom, stranger, don't oh hate God. us. We're good gays. I'm normally. so sorry. Winona Ryder, Joyce Byers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's her name in the show. <laughs> yeah, Joyce Byers, Winona Ryder. So Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. Um, yeah, Winona Ryder. I think the last time that they did a Little Women movie was like in 1993 or whatever. Anyway, I never. I thought it was I, just I, Julia Roberts as every person. 
Yeah, Julia Roberts as every character in every movie ever made. Right? Yeah. That makes sense. So I had never I had never seen an adaptation of Little Women. I never read the book, LOL, because me reading books, that doesn't make any sense. Um, all I knew is, it, is that it was kind of like a kind of a period piece because it takes place in like old timey America in like, you know, the mid 1800s, late 1800s in like Massachusetts. And I loved it. It was so fucking good. Um, because basically what it is, if you don't know anything about it, it's about these four sisters and they're kind of, you know, they're poor and they all have these different wants in life. Like, you know, one wants to get married. One wants to become an artist. One wants to become a writer. One wants to make music. And it's a very like, it's very interesting the the feminist undertones that this novel had in like the late, in, in 1868, when the author wrote this, it was like incredible for its time, like the amount of, um, kind of independence that she gave these women and they're like fully fleshed out characters. It's like what women being fully fleshed out human beings and characters in a novel. What a fucking concept. Um, anyway, so like Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Florence, who I can't pronounce her name and Eliza Scantlin. Um, also Laura Dern's in it. Meryl Streep's in it. Timothy Chalamet's in it. Um, but it's interesting because it's like, it's a movie about these four sisters and the like the male characters take like a backseat because it's about the fucking women. So like all the male characters in this movie are literally only so side characters, only support characters, which is so refreshing to see like a movie that's like about women and their lives. Anyway, it was really, really good. I loved it a lot. My only complaint is and I've noticed this like in her multiple movies. And I'm sorry. I love you. But Emma Watson you cannot oh my God. do an American accent. She tries so hard, but it never comes out. Well, she, she, oh, girl. Honey, the truth, T, honey. Emma Watson. The T is. Okay. <laughs> That's the T. That is the honey. T with a capital T. I am honey. so sorry. I don't have anything against her as a person. I think she's fabulous and the work she's she does. She's so pretty and she does great for like great stuff for the UN. Like she's an ambassador. Right. That's stuff that she quit you know, acting. You I don't, don't need like it. Her as an you actor. don't you're you're useful in many other facets of your life. But I'm against like every all the Harry Potter kids, I'm against them acting. I don't think Daniel Radcliffe. Well, I don't think any of them were good. Ever. They weren't even good in the Harry Potter movies. They were better in them because they were their right, characters. But like Daniel Radcliffe, I cannot stand seeing him acting. Like, um, and Emma Watson, I think she's the best out of the three, mm-hmm. but or one of the better out of the three. But oh my god, I can't, I can almost not watch her in movies. Like, but I love I uh, Ronan. I don't, I daren't pronounce her first name because I can't. Sarsha Ronan. Is that Irish. it? Are you just saying vowels? I, th- I mean, I think consonants. It's, I think it's the American way of saying it is Sersha. I really liked her in Lady Bird. We saw Lady Bird in theaters. I also loved Lady Bird. And Lady Bird was written and directed by Greta Gerwig also. And so yeah. they came back together to do this adaptation of Little Women. It was just like the the story and the emotions and and just the way that these like women characters are written. They aren't just they're multi they're multifaceted and they their emotions are complex and they aren't just like it isn't just like one side. 
it isn't just like a, a story about like girl meets boy, they get married, romantic love story. Like it's a it's, it's the story is messy and complicated, and it goes kind of through their childhood into their young adult life and how they change as people. And it's just I don't know. I, I there's a reason why that Little Women is you know so well respected and why it has had so many adaptations and why the novel from the you know late 1800s is still in print today it's because it's a really fucking good story uh, and it's about these girls coming of age and they're complex human beings and complex characters and it was like shocking at the time to write women this way you know as fucking whole complex human beings anyway if you have a chance to go see little women um go fucking see it it is so good i don't really know how it compares to either the novel or the other movie adaptations so like i don't really know if it's like better or worse in that respect but it's getting really good reviews and i really enjoyed it i almost cried and i'm not like a really i'm not a crier at movies but because you're tough, got me you're a man up. yeah because i'm hashtag mask for mask right like okay. i can't show i can't show uh um vulnerability because it'll emasculate me well, anyway. I'm glad to hear it was good. I've been wanting to see it, um, but we have. I don't like to go to the movies. So I'm afraid of getting migraines. But right, right, right. Well, maybe when it comes out on like Blu-ray or streaming or whatever, yeah, you can watch it. Nice. I totally recommend it. Um, my only complaint is Emma Watson can't do an American accent. What's Did very she interesting act? is, well, yeah, so? she she acted, okay. but like she, I don't know, she was she was my least favorite sister. But what's what's really interesting is like Saoirse Ronan is Irish. Emma Watson's British. Florence, can't pronounce her last name, is British. And then Eliza Scantlin is um, Australian. So none of these girls are have a Native American accent. Um, but all of them did really convincing American accents, except for Emma Watson. So it's like she didn't really have much of an excuse. Well, and also, like, I mean, what was an American accent back in the 1800s? You well, know, that, that's, that's who the, the hell was, also- you know? Yeah, that's the the thing that's also very interesting is because it's like a it's an earlier American accent, so it's more related to kind of the British accent because it's earlier in American history. And so there's things that they say and, and things that they you know, ways that they say things that are different. So I'm assuming it's definitely more of a gray area because it's it has more similarities with kind of new English accents compared to, you know, like the way that Americans speak now. And so that was probably a little difficult for them because, you know, it was not the typical American, like modern American accent, um, but it still is an American accent. Anyway, regardless of Emma Watson's accent, it was still an amazing movie, um, and I completely recommend it. And also, Laura Dern, come on. Laura Dern was amazing. Meryl Streep was amazing. Um, Timothy Chalamet was amazing. Everyone was really good at this movie, and I want to wow. see it again. So, anyway, Two again. thumbs up from Sam Ravioli. That's me. Go see Little Women. Support Greta Gerwig. She's amazing. Cool. Cool. Good favorite That's- things. That's that on that. I'm sorry that I don't like Emma Watson as an actor. You know, it's okay. I feel like you have legitimate reasons. You know? I mean, I kind of feel like I do too. Anyway, uh, Anyway. good favorite things. Uh, uh, We have a bonus episode this week. We're doing a boner, y'all. Stick around for that. Otherwise, um, we'll see y'all next week as usual. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Dylan G. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. John H. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne G. J. Matthew B. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.